Welcome to the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are here to cheer you up during this holiday season, if you're not already cheery, and educate you a little bit about adrenal fatigue or the holiday blues. So if you're beginning to get tired through all of this holiday season, you're not alone. There's many people going through it with you. And some people are having a hard time staying up. So Dr. Lewis is going to educate us a little bit today about adrenal fatigue or holiday blues. Whichever one it is, we're going to figure out with you which one you may be having. So Dr. Lewis, would you like to tell us how (laughs) can we know the difference on whether or not we're just tired from all of it or if it's the holiday blues or the holidays are making us tired? I'm tired just listening. Um, you know, have you ever noticed, folks, this is the only time she ever lets me talk? That's really not true, but it sounded good at the time. He loves talking, and I let him talk all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's a pretty complicated thing, and, you know, I'm going to go down a lot of rabbit trails. So, you know, thanks for that, uh, people that love my rabbit trails. Uh, how do you link holiday blues with adrenal fatigue? Well, one of the reasons is the adrenals have to do with uh, dealing with stress. And we measure cortisol on our labs. It can be too high or too low. It needs to be just right, like the story about the porridge. Um, Three bears. Yes. Is that what it was? Three bears? Goldilocks, yes. <laughs> okay. She's younger <laughs> than me. She still remembers. Uh, one of the things I'm going to kind of... Rabbit trail here right off the bat. You know, we do a lot for adrenal glands, and it's very, very common for us to find uh, people with very low cortisol or adrenal fatigue. Had one today. The guy's got cancer with a possible metastasis into the bones. It did not surprise me to see his cortisol went really low um, because his adrenal glands are tired from fighting all the stress that his body's been going through. Um, but one of the things, let me jump the gun, something you don't hear about very much is something called pregnenolone, And I take about 60 milligrams a day. Um, and what you, is pregnenolone for people out there wanting to know? Uh, actually, it's a precursor to DHEA. And, you know, DHEA goes along with cortisol is put out by the adrenal glands. And when you get stressed... Uh, pregnenolone seems to be kicked in the rear, and it actually has a higher concentration in the nervous tissue than anywhere in the bloodstream, like up to 10 times higher in the nervous tissue as in the brain. Um, some of the things that causes adrenal stress, so I'm, I'm saying about pregnenolone, if you have adrenal stress and we put you on something for adrenals, uh, which we'll talk about, you probably ought to just take the pregnenolone anyway, and and I do. So it makes me young, rich, and good-looking or something like that, depending on who you listen to. But most of the causes of adrenal stress are people that are constantly angry, putting their body into that adrenaline rush, uh, depression. So it's kind of hard to tell, does depression cause adrenal fatigue or does, you know, is it vice versa? Excessive exercise, I see people do this quite often. They're going to exercise their way into good health, and they actually hurt themselves. People that go to sleep late, chronic inflammation, which is anybody, I think, that eats grain, uh, dairy, uh, or you know, processed dairy, 
um, mostly grain, but that, that's going to keep your GI tract very inflamed. Uh, temperature extremes, and it's not like it's hot, it's cold, and people say, well, you're going to catch cold. It's because you already have a less than optimal immune system, and it stresses it out uh, too much. Of course, I'd, I'd get in trouble as a kid. My mother, sweetest mother in the world, but she'd say, put on your shoes, you're going to get your feet cold. And, you know, it may be 30, 40 degrees out there, and I wanted to go barefoot. And she says, come out of the rain. If you get wet, you'll get a cold. I said, well, Mom, I get wet in the bath every day, and that was not the right thing to say. Um, I was thinking outside of the box, even even back then. You know, I got that same story, but I never thought about I was in the tub. So there you go. You always, you always think one step further. Yeah, well, it got my butt beat a few times, too. Um Poor digestion, which is most people. I think I'm outside the box about to get crowded in now. Uh, poor digestion, which is most people. If you have gas, belching, bloating, acid reflux, it's not usually too much acid. It's eating the wrong things, which almost all the time is grains to start with, and you're not digesting them well, so you need digestive enzymes and probably probiotics. It can be low blood sugar or high blood sugar slash metabolic syndrome that we just talked about slash diabetes. And, you know, I talked about anger. People that are full of fear and guilt uh, have a tendency to have blown out adrenal glands. And so does that cause the holiday blues? And it's worse during the holidays because there's more stress on us. Those stresses may be too much sugar, too much alcohol. Financial. Yeah, you know... Yeah, and I tell people, you know, sipping a little bit of wine before dinner is fine, unless you have your in-laws there, and then gulping is appropriate. So, okay, I'm I got not a- even going to bite on that one. Go, <laughs> go ahead. I got to look on that one. Fear and guilt is a, a pretty bad thing to deal with, and that's stuff that we put on ourselves. I don't know if it's learned behavior. I think it's learned behavior. And there are certain people that seem to have more fear and guilt. And, you know, we deal with that in different ways. I don't think alcohol is a good way to deal with it, but uh, that's self-inflicted. When you deprive yourself of sleep, uh, that is terrible. And that, that puts a lot of stress on your adrenals. And there's plenty of studies that say, you can't lose weight if you're sleep deprived. And I don't think just sleeping more is a perfect way to lose weight, but it would help for your body to rest and decrease some of the inflammation. Um, people that have undergone major surgeries are, are used to that. It's like, oh, their body just gets blown out, uh, chronic infections, toxic exposure. Most people don't know when they're exposed. Um, but we're all exposed to that. You know, the chlorine cleaners, uh, when they spray for pesticides, uh, most of the building materials in your house and in your building are toxic. So you have to kind of ramp up the nutritional value uh, to allow your body to deal with it. Uh, So I've gone through anger, fear, and guilt. So let's just talk about worry and anxiety. Sometimes people have anxiety attacks, and what we've got some Really good, effective products for that. And that 
kind of breaks the cycle nutritionally to allow your body to have a different physiological response. But again, sometimes, many times, this is self-inflicted by the way you think and you're thinking and responding incorrectly. Or stinking thinking. Is that what it's called? <laughs> That's right. Stinking thinking. It sounds like Zig Ziglar. <laughs> a friend of mine told me a long time ago, says, you know, Stephen, you worry too much about everything because I was a people pleaser and, uh, you know, had a little bit of the fear and guilt more than I do now. He said, if you don't want the devil at your party, quit inviting him. And I said, what do you mean? He says, you worry too much. And you know what? He's absolutely right. So now I live my whole life outside the box. Uh, people that are overworked and strain themselves physically and or mentally. And I hate to say it, but Janet and I are kind of guilty of that. Um, We do take off more time than we used to. This last year has been somewhere close to, oh, my God, incredible. The business has grown like crazy. Janet got the uh, RV of her dreams and the driver of her dreams, and we spend a lot more time on the road because we have uh, Janet has figured out a way to decrease the stress and still give very very good service. So it's like Eddie called me one time. Eddie's from up around Chicago. He said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm on vacation." He said, "Well, I don't mean to interrupt you." I said, "No, I'm fine. I, I love talking to people, even on vacation. I was in Colorado, I think, last time I talked to Eddie. Um, chronic pain." People that say, for example, have fibromyalgia, um, of course, that can be a side effect of having the adrenal exhaustion. And then here's one that most people don't really realize, but it's malabsorption. So you can eat the right stuff, and you have to take a lot of really good supplements, but your body just doesn't absorb uh, as efficiently as it should. And goes back to severe allergies can create adrenal fatigue, which goes back to usually it's, um, well, there's a, there's a lot of reasons for that. But poor digestion, needing digestive enzymes, needing to stay away uh, from mostly grain. You know, if you never ate another grain, you'd probably be better off. And I do eat a little bit, but I'm very careful about it. So, you know, think about that. So if you do the pregnenolone, and I think 30 milligrams at least, I take 60, and that will help with the DHEA. The DHEA is an androgen, uh, or functions as an androgen, which is a a building uh, steroid, and it converts in a man to testosterone, to a woman less so, but somewhat so. Um, and it's a precursor, DHEA is a precursor to estrogen. So it reverses immune system suppression, which is usually caused by excessive cortisol levels. And if you keep that long enough, then it goes into, well, the adrenals can't keep up. Then they go into fatigue or exhaustion. So it improves your resistance against viruses, bacteria, yeast, parasites, food allergies, environmental toxins or sensitivities to those, and improves your resistance to cancer. And that's just DHEA. Folks, we like to measure it on lab, and it's really, really best if you have the levels that would equal a healthy 30-year-old, no matter how old you are. And 
Mine tested at 455, which is flagged high, especially considering my age. But I feel about half my age. It just takes supplements to pull that off. And Janet says I act way too young for her. But that is created by the supplements itself and somewhat the child attitude. But the DHEA and pregnenolone help. So consider that. When you talk about those levels um, on a lab, I'm, some people out there probably have had their DHEA tested. Does that mean that because it came in in the range, does that mean that's where it needs to be? No, and it, and it changes from lab to lab, the reference intervals. It changes a lot. Somebody my age, the top end is 188, and it's like my, I tested at 455, and I feel great. If I kept it down at the range of 188 or below, I'd feel like um, feel terrible. <laughs> well, are those ranges based on people not having it to start with? Is Bingo. that kind of where they're getting getting those ranges? Bingo. They're getting it off a, a sick or suboptimally healthy or lack of healthy population. So if you get it, usually a woman has to have 200 and up, no matter what her age is. Men don't usually do great until it hits a 300 and that's cause precursor to testosterone. See, and most people don't even really know what DHEA does. I know when, when we run our lab, that's one of our 12 panels that we run. It's, um, well, no, it's not. I'm well, going to take that back. We, it's an add-on test that we run with the hormones right. on a man or woman. And people go, why? Why, why are you running DHEA? I just want to know my testosterone. And it's just what Dr. Lewis said. You have to have that to make it. And it is also very important in adrenals. Isn't that right? Making a, cortisol or not? Well, in, in a big way, uh, the effects of high cortisol, and that's being stressed long term, uh, are pretty bad. And, and then it, you know, it eventually gives up. It gets tired. It gives out. Um so you you just kind of have to watch that. I, I don't think it would be wise to treat yourself for suspected adrenal fatigue unless you have it on lab. I don't think that's wise at all. Um, <clears throat> some of the associated problems you can have, if your adrenals are impaired, unexplained hair loss, irritability. Men, if your wife is irritable, now would be a good time to keep your mouth shut. Women don't care if they're irritable. They care if they have hair. That, seriously. Notice the irritable tone there. That's exactly right, but I uh, have hair. Apprehensive, <laughs> yeah. Excessive hunger, indigestion, moments of confusion. But anytime we give you a list, people say, I have that, therefore it is whatever we're talking about. Be careful about doing that because moments of confusion can be many, 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 many other things. It's just one symptom that may go with several dozen different diagnoses. So don't just jump to the conclusion. Uh, Tendency toward inflammation, mental depression, nervousness, low body temperature, which you think that's thyroid, but the thyroid and adrenals work hand in hand. You know, they're walking down through the park, holding hands. You can't fix one without fixing the other, and you can't have one stressed without it adversely affecting the other. Osteoporosis, poor memory, uh, poor resistance to infections, uh, allergies of all types, which can be food allergies or airborne uh, allergies, 
dry skin or thin skin. Oh, no, you associate that with the thyroid. But again, what's the adrenals doing? If the thyroid's stressed, so are the adrenals. Intolerance to alcohol. Well, let's get personal there. I really have never been able to drink much, which is probably not a bad thing. Two drinks, and I'm pretty much overdosed. Uh, Chronic headaches. PMS. I think PMS stands for putting up with men's stuff. I'm not sure. That's right. Uh, Low blood pressure because the adrenals can't have that response. One of the tests you can do to see if you have adrenal fatigue is if your blood pressure is 120 over 80 and you stand up suddenly and your blood pressure drops, you know, 5 to 10 points on either direction or both, you probably have adrenal fatigue. And that's a side effect of many drugs. I shouldn't say drugs. Medications. Standing up and getting dizzy. That's a good point because I know when I go to the dentist or used to go to the dentist, they'd take my blood pressure and it'd be like 115 over 75. And they were like, oh, your blood pressure is so good. And I thought, then why do I feel so bad? And it was the adrenals. And now that the adrenals are corrected, my blood pressure is 120 over 80. And, you know, I'm, I'm in the normal range, so... That blood pressure business being really low is not a, always a good sign that you're really healthy. Yeah, and, and people say, well, blood pressure being low would be a good thing. Well, think about this for just a moment. If your heart doesn't beat hard enough, it does not perfuse the arteries down to the capillaries, so it cannot get the blood in the places it needs because the pressure is maybe not high enough. Now, I'm not saying I like high blood pressure, but you have to have a balance there. But you have to think the second, third, fourth step down there. So if people um, lower your blood pressure because it tends to be too high, you may not be getting the blood flow to areas that you want it to go. And that's one of the reasons why the high blood pressure medication will, in many cases, Uh, impede a man's ability to get an erection because you don't get enough blood flow to areas that, you know, used to be exciting. And now it's a long long gone to Lufkin, as the old song was. Um, That's a Texas thing. Well, that was a song. Uh, (laughs) In Texas. The only hit that that band ever had. Uh, But, you know, there's a lot of different things you have to think about, and that's why it's better to... Let us do the low-cost lab work because that's a sympathetic mode of your autonomic nervous system. And, you know, if it's causing a rapid release of, say, the adrenaline, that's the fight or flight hormone. And that comes out of your adrenal medulla, and that's the inner portion of your thyroid gland. So it really, really gets complicated, and we can help you find the simplest answer to, to get your health back. Yeah, actually, autoimmune disorders can cause adrenal fatigue as well. Or adrenal fatigue can lead to autoimmune either way. Good point. You don't know whether or not you have an autoimmune problem. You know, we keep throwing all this out here, and you're probably going, I don't know if I have all this. My doctor runs like one or three panels of lab. I tell him what's wrong. He runs a panel on that, and they're done. That's why... We don't guess at what's wrong. We like to see the whole picture, and that's why our minimum lab panel that we recommend is 12 different lab panels. We do it across the United States. It's local to you at a Quest Diagnostic Lab. 
It's very simple to do. You go online, fill out a health survey to greenwisdomhealth.com. Uh, based on that, Dr. Lewis will recommend a lab panel that he suggests, and it's usually the 12-panel lab. M- many times he'll uh, want you to add the female or male hormones to it because he wants to get a whole picture. So then you're talking about 15 different panels of lab or 16 different panels of lab, but we do it at cost so that we're not guessing and we can see everything. And in that is the cortisol that he's talking about for the adrenals. Uh, Many times we can see the CBC shows patterns of like an autoimmune problem. You can suspect that. You can see five different parts of the thyroid. Um, The DHEA is talking about, do you have that to make hormones? Um, Dr. Lewis gives you a functional medicine report with everything listed. So it's not just him telling you that. You can see it in green and red and yellow markers of good, bad, and ugly, and maybe in between. Yeah, you you can read about it for those of you that like to have more knowledge. And he gives you a recommended supplement uh, sheet, and he goes over all of it for free. So I think right now that lab panel's running two ninety eight. So that might be a really great gift to give someone that you're hearing maybe this podcast and you're thinking, hey, we got somebody that we don't know if it's the holiday blues or they're just really stressed out, or it could be a spouse that you don't know what to get them. And um, a, a lab panel gifted to them would be a great start. So start with the comprehensive if you're not knowing which one to pick. And, and I didn't get much into the holiday blues. Uh, let me do that very quickly. One of the things I like to talk about is Utah, and we know that's a pretty clean, um, I, I don't know the word for it, but they're very generally. State. Pardon? It's a clean state. Yeah, very clean uh, people, very nice. Uh, but since they're very heavily Mormon, they don't do caffeine or alcohol. And so what happens is because they don't deal with their stress with uh, stimulants or depressants like alcohol, um, they actually eat more sugar. And that's what happens during the holidays. And the more sugar can create adrenal exhaustion, lower your immune system because it lowers your zinc. And, you know, just because in Utah they do that, they lead the nation in the use of of antidepressant drugs. Well, isn't it true as well that uh, lower vitamin D levels can cause the holiday blues? Yeah, uh, Brandy, uh, the lady that's packing your boxes most of the time, she said, why don't you talk about seasonal affective disorder? Well, usually our low vitamin D is going lower in the wintertime because the way the sun's shining and the angle and the lower vitamin D will make you less and less peppy. You know, when it rains for a few days, we're just dying for the sun to come out. So, yeah, vitamin D is very important, incredibly important. And people tell me every day, but I'm taking vitamin D. And I look on their lab, I said, well, it's not working. But it says, I said, yeah, but... They're buying a 5,000 IU over-the-counter vitamin D, and we'll run their lab, and it hasn't moved a thing. Yeah, 93% true. Yeah, you know, there's about 7 out of 100 that's actually usable. So be careful with the uh, quality that you get. Right. Um, 
we do want to make sure we take the time to address a couple of questions here and also inspire you with the right products to take after we depress you with things you might have. Um, that maybe- doesn't depress people. That excites <laughs> them because they have hope and, or, well, maybe they can get their friends and family and spouse well to make their life less stressed. I'm not sure. It could, it's a possibility. Yeah. Okay. So on the adrenal fatigue, right. um, if you really are really lethargic and having a hard time getting around, we recommend a product called Adrenal because it feeds the adrenals and helps give you energy. It's better than having coffee or an energy drink and way better for you. Sometimes she goes to from preaching to getting personal. Let's uh, talk about the coffee. You know, it, it's got a lot of the things that your body can uh, use to adapt to the stress, like vitamin A, C, E, niacin, B6, which is important to let the uh, neurotransmitters cross the blood-brain barrier to make you happy. The good B12, panathenic acid. But it's got the bovine adrenal concentrate, elithero root extract, which is a huge adaptogenic herb. It's really good. Rhodiola, shishandra, licorice root. It's just really, really good. Basically, it will counteract the negative effects of stress. Mm -hmm. And then the other one that we recommend for... um, the holiday blues or somebody that has depression and anxiety is something called CeraVive um, because it's formulated to support a positive mental outlook and a relaxed focused state because it includes amino acid precursors and bioactive nutrients that support healthy levels of neurotransmitters such as gamma Oh, Lord, I hate this word. Aminobutric acid. Say that twice. GABA. GABA, GABA. <laughs> Serotonin, <laughs> dopamine, and neuro. Yes, those. Neuroephrenin. <laughs> Say it, Dr. Lewis. You're better at that. She, she knows what to put you on, though. There's no doubt about it. Um, but there, there are so many things that needs to be dealt with. Uh, St. John's wort is good, and, and most people don't know it's antiviral also. Um, but it helps memory focus, energy levels, and healthy sleep cycle. Ginkgo, elderberry, you know, there's so many herbs. But most of the real medical research says that we're low in B vitamins, and that will help us uh, not just with adrenal exhaustion, but depression and magnesium always, uh, you always have to think about magnesium and essential fatty acids. But we have just a few minutes left, and we do have a couple of questions I want Dr. Lewis to get to really quick because we promised him that we would. Um, one of them is on diverticulitis. They would like to know what the protocol for diverticulitis would be. Well, you know, when we talk about our natural solutions to common ailments that is not in lieu of medical care diverticulitis can be very very dangerous so you know don't rule out seeing a good gi doctor but naturally you know what we do what i do because i've they were checking my coronary arteries in my heart and found diverticulitis i didn't know my heart was that close to my guts but they were checking all over the place um main thing is uh probiotics uh you can do a lot of those and and that's always a good idea for many many things including the holiday blues 
Uh, different kinds of fiber. You want some soluble, some insoluble, like oat, bran, psyllium, ground flax seeds uh, are very, very good because it bulks up. Uh, the B complex that we talk about, and because B is actually needed to create the enzymes, although I would add digestive enzymes and proteolytic enzymes, the ones that break down things, and uh, essential fatty acids. So uh, I don't have any problems as long as I do that. have no problems whatsoever. And then always use glutamine, which is in our glutashield, and that heals the lining of the GI tract. And our most favorite new one now, which is SBI Protect, which really seems to be making a big difference with that. Mm-hmm. With many people with IBS, Crohn's, and celiac, et cetera, et cetera. And then Rob, if you could just talk, touch on this real quickly for Rob. He's getting ready to go in for surgery. He's been doing a lot of our probiotics, and they're going to be putting him on an antibiotic before the surgery. He's worried that it's going to kill all of his probiotics. So uh, what what would you say to that? Well, sometimes you have to do, you know, the medical part. And, you know, I think you should follow your surgeon's advice on that. I think it's very good to get off most supplements seven to ten days before the surgery because, and and your doctor may or may not know this, but you don't want to be so jacked up that your liver detoxifies the anesthesia. Most people never think about that. They only think about, well, it could thin your blood. Don't worry, Rob. We can clean you up. And since you've spent years and years and years doing our stuff, you're already stronger and you're going to bounce back much more quickly than anybody else that would have that particular surgery. And uh, I've seen your picture on Facebook. You're good looking anyway. So, you know, you'll bounce back and we'll put you on some really high dose probiotics. Which we do have a really high dose one for people that come off of antibiotic use. It's just for pulling you out of a crisis. Yeah, it's 225, although it's made at over 400. So you're getting a lot for what you're spending. We'll clean you up, Rob, but follow your doctor's instructions on that. Get off my stuff at least seven days before. And other than that, just be happy. So (laughs) we hope you guys have learned something again on our show. We hope your holiday season is being blessed. We look forward to talking with you again next year and educating you. And if you have questions, please shoot us an email or go on Dr. Lewis's Shooting Straight uh, Facebook page and ask questions there. And we'll be happy to address them on our next show. You guys have a very blessed season.